This is the counterculture team, and I'm Hassa. And with me here is uh, Reem, Ghadir, and Taiba. And we're super excited to start this episode. So, today we want to talk about kind of really set the tone for what this podcast is about. And I think it's going to be all about honest, open conversation. And that starts with us. And so, I want to get you all started talking just about what frustrates you living Kuwait on a daily basis <laughs> and why does this sort of platform feel necessary I think what frustrates me just like people assuming that if you're a woman and you're doing a lot of things you're succeeding and you actually don't care about what people say that you're just like stuck up with or whatever and those assumptions mostly come from men but if men do whatever they want, and they do succeed. People say a lot of positive stuff about them. And it's like annoying because, first of all, you're a woman and you're doing stuff that other people won't do like on their daily basis. They won't even think about doing it. So yeah, I don't know what you guys think. One of the issues that I was facing was the f- saying my qualifications and my achievements and then people not liking that confidence and not liking that mm. the not the power that you have but like that persona that you have they they think that they have to be better than you so they bring you down by by telling you the things that you lack i have confidence with myself but when someone says that it kind of affects my self-worth and how i see myself there like, is this like this undercurrent of competitiveness and like also this entitlement do, do you guys ever feel that? Like, I yeah. really feel that. I do feel For that sure. way because, like, if, if someone has the green light from their own selves to just comment on something that has to do with your life and your achievements, it means that they allow themselves a level of entitlement and there is a certain ego in their actions. And it's not a number of degrees or, like, a number of... or, like, a bank account. You know what I mean? I can share something really that has been with me since the beginning of the year. I've been having certain struggles with like certain friendships or like day-to-day uh, interactions. And and I realized that the key to that was my self-worth. And the key to having, part of like having a healthy self-worth is by setting boundaries that makes you feel comfortable and you're having a healthy relationship with everyone around you. Yeah. Like, something I've been thinking about these days is the question of discipline and transition and in moments of transition how how much should I lean into allowing time to pass and letting life itself kind of help direct me and just trusting the process more and how much is it how much pressure should I put on myself to actually kind of make the most of the situation and and I feel that a lot being in the context of Kuwait like I find discipline for me to be a lot more difficult and I'm not sure why maybe it's like I just feel like here, like something about having to go everywhere in a car and I can't really walk or having just like I, I, I also don't eat as healthy here. I don't know. This is just me. And no, like, it's true. And I, I do just feel wonder, that. And, and it really affects how 
how like mentally active I feel and how yeah. much how productive I feel in every day and just like I really force myself to do stuff it's today like, and it's a lot of pressure like yeah I'm not sure everything yeah. I'm not sure if it's just the pressure because I've noticed compared to other lifestyles, like when you when you're like the closest example is like when I'm in Cairo, life is very fast paced and your your easiest decision is to actually do things, you know, because you're flowing into the fast cycle. And if you don't do things, you're going to fall back in a way. But in Kuwait, life is too slow. Like it's not as busy as it's in that other places. I think the lack of a lot of things, as you said, maybe mm. you spend a lot of time walking abroad to go to like your commute is or by walking or even or grocery stores or like doing stuff. So there's an amount of time spent doing these things. So walking takes up, let's say, two to three hours of your day or like something like that. But now when, when you're in Kuwait, you have cars and maybe if you don't have a, a ride, you're going to stay home. And so you have more time, but less stimulus i think mm, i think that's really true less stimulus because i think for me i have to really go out of my way to be stimulated and Seriously. and i find that i've i've i intake a lot more media while i'm in kuwait than i have and like i watch so much more tv i like use more use instagram. social media and instagram <laughs> and these things and and I, and I notice that like with each of these mediums it's like giving me different anxieties and so like the more time so I true. the more time I spend looking at people's lives, the more I think my life should be different and somehow resemble their life. And the more I, the less I trust where I am in this moment. And, That's true. And and I and I really am I'm talking about this because I actually really struggle with this. And I I'm curious if if any of you feel this. And especially because you also kind of like transition between spaces and. And I don't know if this is just a Kuwait thing or being a home thing. Like if you're just being with family and parents, you just tend to kind of lean on your laziness. And I, I don't know. No, like here, they expect you to be lazy. Yeah. They seriously expect you to be lazy. So, so it, that, frustrate, it frustrates them when you're not. Yes. How so? so? What do you mean? Why, why like, do they want you to be lazy? Like uh, the biggest example is like with family. I'm sure every girl and a guy went through this before. Uh, and I think females go through it more, more way yeah. more than males. It's that if you spend the entire day out, let's say you have work or uni, and then you have things to do after uni or work, and then you come back home like late, not late to your curfew, but like relatively late, you spend the entire day outside. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, so now what? You're every day, all day out? Why aren't you spending any time home? And a lot of, I've got this feedback from a lot of my friends who live with family, that they even if they spend that time at home, their family is not actually doing anything not to they're yeah not even to like, sit with each other. Like yeah, there, there isn't socialize with their kids. There's no, there's yeah. Nothing. So why yes, should like, I be yeah. home if if home is not like you know it's dysfunctional? Hmm. So I think and I think it's it's also the idea of ownership. I think a lot of parents when they grow up, they believe that they're entitled to their kids' time. So if if you're like even 28 or 30 you're still a child in their eyes and if you spend a lot of time outside the house then no you should spend some time in the house yeah. because you're my son or like you're my daughter and mm, there's I'm, a, there's I'm a latching on yeah to... there is a latching on yeah even mm. though you can spend time home and do nothing they they'd be 
sometimes happier to see you not not like not doing it. That's the thing. That's what I say. Like the ex- the expectancy of you being lazy and not have that productivity. Like, what am I supposed to do at home? Like, what? Why am I like? For the past couple of weeks, I've been super busy and I've been coming home. I would leave at my home at 8 a.m., 7, no, 7, 7 a.m. in the morning. And then I'll come back around like 10, 11 because I've got like work and then meetings and then like social obligations and which is important, especially. Exactly, exactly. But like yeah, those are important, cool. especially depending on what your career is and all yeah. of that, like social and marketing and networking and all of that is very important. Um, branding yourself kind of and then you you come home to like negative comments that are unnecessary about you being home like you being not home all day and you're just like but why I've I've been like being super productive why can't you why can't you uh command like why can't you compliment me on the productivity that I'm doing and be like hey like good for you what did you do today and ask me how I am or yeah yeah. I mean it's hard because like we have this tendency to generalize right I don't know it's true I'm not gonna I'm not generalizing no no no, but I but I experience this and and I wonder how much of it is in Kuwait we have a lot more dependence on like collective identity than independent identity that's true and I think like I think with our collective identity as family units as like we like in Kuwait, we live with family way past the age of 18. Yeah. The, the idea is to live with family until we get married. And and I get it, because back in the day, people got married really young. By the time they were like 19, 20, But 21. the generation has changed. And now we like, don't. Like, our generation doesn't want to get married that You say that too. Like, exactly. You know? Because I feel like um, way back in the day, like, people had it easier with jobs, with stuff. Like, nowadays, if you don't have goals, people are not seeing what you're doing it's like you rarely get anything it's just like you have to work harder than they did so they don't understand where you're coming from why you're mm. busy so all you're speaking of like a generational yeah. difference yeah. and, yeah. and I, I think i think also like what i was trying to get at with like the living at home thing is and the marriage thing is like now the expectation remains that you live with family yeah. etc until you're married yeah, it's Even like legally, sad. Like, like you can't for creative citizens. It's like to get an actual cultures. apartment. Yeah, and I I think it's it's interesting because now people are leaving the home by the time they're like twenty seven, twenty eight, thirty. That time in your twenties is such a crucial time to become independent, and and this is why I think Hessa, like you were saying, how like you're out and about and doing these things, which I think are natural, and you're like coming into yourself in this time of. Exactly. And of growth, growth. because and, I have, and I, you're yet you're you're living with these same obligations and expectations that existed in the back in the day. If someone had gotten married before at the age of like let's say 21, 22, and they were also starting their career, now it's fine because they were more independent. They were living with a family, a, a smaller family unit. See, that's the thing. Like for me, because I don't want to have the same like maybe life path as maybe like my mom or someone in my family, like. I want to do something that's completely different. I mean, my degree is completely different that me going and doing other things and working towards that because I want to see a change. I want to to see a change in my career and... Yeah, you want to do something different. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think, right. I think one of the struggles, one of the modern day struggles of like the 
like this generation's youth is basically not finding the support at home. Uh, basically, let's say we're creative, we're leading creative careers or whatever profession because our generation is different than the generation that was before it. Yeah. And, and now people have to create their own jobs to be active in the community yeah. and to have like to sustain a living and to pay bills and everything. And we're jeopardizing a lot of things at the same time. We're juggling too many things at the same time to just like survive when in parallel like our parents did not go through this but if you go to your like closest circle which is your family and and talk to them about like having a creative career you're highly unlikely to find a strong support and I actually salute families that support their children because if they don't find the support support at home they're gonna find it somewhere else but the thing is it's also frustration. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people who have to not disclose what they're doing and actually lie about their careers because if they actually explain what they do, they're going to receive negative feedback from their family or they Why? have to juggle two jobs. Like they're going to do the government job and the creative career because mm. if they leave the government job, they're going to be like attacked by their family. Yeah. So and and the decision making process is not entire is not entirely theirs so it's it's a struggle to 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 find support to to be creative and to like mm. lead your own life so the cost of living in kuwait completely changed um oh yeah it's like super it's high. it's very high like if you actually want to start a family or if you want to have your own apartment or you just you have to do so much to to sustain your life that you want to live all of that stuff like before maybe it wasn't an issue so people are taking the unconventional path because they're not getting like what they're qualified for like they're qualified mm. for so much more but they're getting less than they are worth i, and I guess i think there is also this this culture of landing somewhere so like oh, i remember yeah. when i was in high school and destination I was, yeah like and i was in, in high school i was gonna and i was like a good student and i remember there was so much pressure for me to like go into engineering yeah. and i didn't understand at the time why like okay great i was getting really good at science in high school but then i didn't actually want to study that in college i wanted to go into like the humanities or the social sciences and and it's only now like being back in kuwait after studying and after all that that i realized like it literally determines everything because what the way that it works is people when they're making those decisions, they already know exactly where they're going to work, what their, like, salary is going to be. And so, like, you go, and as an engineer, there's, like, certain slots that you can try to get in the government and certain salaries that you're entitled to just because of, like, you might not even actually do anything related to engineering. You might just, like, be a supervisor for some, like, I don't know, some project. And people from expats are hired to do the actual work, which is just ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know. And that's for me, like, I realize really frustrating because I, people who are driven, and many people in Kuwait are like this, like, who are, who are driven by, like, their actual interests, whether it's creative, whether it's intellectual, like, their own specific interests, and they want to build a career out of it. The actual landscape in which they find themselves trying to contribute to society is so limited. There, There's perks in that somehow, because then you could do creative work and people will actually pay attention to it because you're doing it out of the norms. But at the same time, I think the culture here 
is like their expectations with everything is so high like at this certain age you're supposed to graduate from high school at this certain age you're supposed to graduate from university at this certain age you should have a job you should be married you should have kids so there's so many like expectations within your age limits where like in a in a fast-paced world that doesn't happen because mm. things happen stuff get in your way you know like the, it, it's just not like always perfect i got my eyes opened whenever i was in the states and i had people in class that were around like 50 40 years old and they were finishing school still and the thing there is like everybody accepts it it's like it's something you have to go within your own time and not somebody else's so it's it's not because of my mom's time or my dad's time or because you know i have to get married so you could see me married and have kids and do all of that but what about me you know like that's so much pressure and on a lot I of people i think again this is the theme of collective versus individual identity yeah, and i yeah. think like we are still operating like we in are, a collective manner yeah like we're we're like all following our our shepherd and we're all little sheep and like if our if one little sheep is trying to tries to run away we're like what the heck are you doing yeah Come on. like all the food yeah. is we gotta follow this guy the food is going <laughs> and we're seen as crazy for leaving the herd but yeah. then and i think in other places and you mentioned the u.s like they're so individualistic sometimes to a fault to be honest like i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna romanticize There's or idolize the u.s and and yeah. yeah but i believe uh, uh, uh like the most important part of this is to be aware that each one of us has their own time we kind of get lost when we compare ourselves to someone or even if we get stuck in comparison because people are ex- having certain expectations from us whether it's family or friends or like anyone um it's it's very important to be mindful that we have our own time and you're never too late for anything or too early for anything you're just happening and blossoming at your own time one thing that kind of annoyed me this week was i'm actually doing a light art uh, installation and uh, i was so excited to tell my family so i went to like my it was my aunt and my grandma sitting and I was like, hey, you guys, I have amazing news. Like, like, I still didn't tell them what it was. And I was like, I have amazing, amazing news. And my grandma was like, did you get engaged? <laughs> and then I just stopped there. I was like, okay, now I don't want to tell you what, what I wanted to tell you. Like, you know what? what you know, yeah, exactly. Like, why would like, you have I to bring that up? Like, oh, but, like, oh, like my only like big news would like be me being engaged. Days, that's what they think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting married or being engaged. Or so guy that's you. the only thing newsworthy. So I told <laughs> that's her. When, that's yeah. when, for a lot of people, that's when life begins. So when she's like, so tell me, what's your big news? I was like, well, I'm doing a, a light art installation for like one of the one of the, like the big shows that's happening end of this month. And she was like, that's amazing, girl. I didn't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, and she just looked at me. She's like, oh, okay. And she wasn't excited at all. And I was like. Yeah. why i'm coming here like so excited and i'm and you just like literally my excitement went you from know, super high to like yeah. super low because of how she reacted I, I that yeah. so much because i think also like her metrics of understanding success mm-hmm. is yeah. what it is are yeah. just so different. different and the way she reads life is different. it's like you saying to someone like who has completely no nothing to do for example with 
You work, worked in a very specific lab in like a science, you're some scientist and you're doing some lab and you're you're checking all these Petri dishes and I don't know what you're testing. <laughs> Let's say someone, you make some sort of accomplishment that is so specific to your degree and then you tell me who like is like someone that has nothing to do with it. I'm going to be like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. And it's I think, same thing, honestly, you know? I think it's uh, it's also something that we should be thinking about. If I go to like my grandma or my aunt or whatever, and expect them to like upload everything I do. True. They wouldn't simply because what you said they they don't relate. They don't. Their level of understanding is on a total different page. And I think the best way is if we believe in ourselves or like if we believe we're doing something and we're slaying and we're being like we're hustling technically, <laughs> then we should keep doing that. And and it starts from us. Like if we believe in ourselves, at some point I I I saw this a lot with like a lot of people that in the beginning maybe they. No one was like supporting them or like saying, hey, by the way, you're amazing. You're doing this. But then as soon as they reach a certain level of, of, of their own, you know, they found themselves, they've, they've been doing this for a while. And then people will actually come to them and be like, hey, by the way, we believe in you. They see how much they're working and they believe in themselves. But we should also always be mindful that not everyone is seeing eye to eye to what we do. And I think we're also conditioned to, to, to always seek approval or like seek validation. Mm. But we're, as we, women, yeah, we don't really need it. We don't really need it. And this is, it just goes to show how much we need to cultivate people who can support us. And true. who do see true value in the things you're doing. Like, Leila, you're an artist. Do you ever have to deal with this? Yeah, I mean, I could tell you so many examples, but that would take forever. Um, I think Give just, us one. Okay, so one. <laughs> um, I think, like, back in high school, I, I've always done art, you know, but I never took it as serious as I do now. Ever since I started taking it seriously, I, I don't see any room around. So I've, I've had like art shows. I've had a lot of like places where, where my artwork was shown and none of them just showed up to any of it. So at some point, you got to believe in yourself and not even wait for those people. I think like within the last few years of college, I think my expectations with everyone is just at a zero level I don't expect anything from you so I wouldn't even be upset I wouldn't even like you know it wouldn't affect me in any way you You're do the good right then You're we're the good right yeah you know like we do good you do good to me I do good to you if you don't do anything you know people are unpredictable at the end of the day it's not something it's not like studying or reading a book you know that you're doing like better like you know for sure if you study you're gonna ace an exam you know, for sure, if you run like an hour every day, you're going to lose weight. So there's certain stuff in life that you think or know that are certain, but people are uncertain, including family, including the closest people to you. True. And it doesn't matter how anyone sees you at the end of the day. It's yeah, not, basically, yeah, you yeah. just have to like live for yourself. Like, what do you want your kids to see? Like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to look up to all my art teachers, people like music teachers, stuff that are not in the norms, people who love to do what they do. Mm. And then a few months back when I had my first show, I was looking at myself. I was like, you know, I always had this dream of doing this and I'm actually doing it. I don't have a lot of people by my side and that's fine. But when I remember yes. when I was a kid, I never like told myself I want my mom to to tell me I want to do art. No, I remember as a kid, I, I told myself I wanted to do that. 
growing up and looking like from afar, if I go back to me being as a kid, looking at myself now, I would say I'm proud and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. As you said, Tayba, it's it's about expectations when you expect less. I think having healthy expectations from the people around you is also an important aspect when it comes to this. And, and it's it's your identity, what you believe in versus mm-hmm. how people perceive you and what you expect out of them. It's, it's having healthy expectations and we should all invest. Honestly, I learned this the hard way. I've, I've always had struggles with like friendships and like because sometimes not the closest people to you are actually the ones who want the best for you. Yeah, exactly. I think like with the expectations, but at the same time, just keep in mind that people are unpredictable including family, including people, including friends, including anybody you meet. You can know them for years and, you know, it's just, they just change within a day. Because everyone we meet has their own set of issues, set of struggles. They They have their own demons. How we deal with our issues is different. So you could meet people who have a healthy way of dealing emotionally or like, how they deal with like uh, their problems and there are people who are not or like maybe still figuring it out and it's not about any angry reaction or like telling them hey by the way this is not cool it's about knowing what's healthy for you and what's not healthy for you and if someone is not healthy for you it's okay to not surround yourself with them yeah it's just like you have to realize it's not always about you true 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 true. i mean it sounds like what's important is like building the kind of friendships and support yeah, systems. Yeah. And I think this is what I hope this podcast really becomes for people. Yeah. A space where you can be open and honest and feel validated that your frustrations are not crazy. You're not just being negative. You're not alone. You're not like hating on yeah. Kuwait. No, like it, these are legitimate yeah. concerns. And if we want to move forward as a society, we need to be having these conversations. Exactly. And Awareness for the society, just bringing that cultural aspect up like just increasing that and and like there's some themes that have kept coming up and i think they'll continue to come up throughout this podcast like this generational difference this individual versus collective identity and And how we can move forward and exactly to wrap up let's all say an intention that we have for this podcast moving forward and the kind of attitude we hope to take with us i'll start for me like i said i wouldn't I want it to be an open and vulnerable space, a space where we're really not afraid of what people are going to say and and showing our weak sides too because I think we're always putting up this front in day-to-day Kuwaiti society. We can't ever show any imperfections. That's my intention, just being honest. <laughs> Mine is basically to be a positive game changer. Like we, We're unpacking a lot of social issues and it's not it's not for the sake of just like unpacking them. We hope that at some point we're going to be a part of the change, uh, us and everyone who listens to us and everyone who shares their concerns or like their opinions. So I want this to be a positive step towards social change in Kuwait because we love like after all, I even even though there are a lot of things that we go through and we struggle with in Kuwait, I still love Kuwait and I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of people feel the same about this place and it has so much potential. So if we start from the social part, the social aspect, and 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 then we could move forward to like a very, very good, healthy society. For me, I think, like you said, I love Kuwait. I think everything you literally need is here, you know? 
starting from the social, like unpacking social issues, that is the only problem we have here. I think just like like the society has so many expectations, we're trying to like lower them at least to a normal range, you know, where people can feel safe within themselves. I think for me, like my my goal with doing all of this is just letting people that they're not alone, like know that they're not alone. And what we go through is what they go through and help in any way, even if it's just listening or you guys listening to us. So it's both ways. For me, my intention for this podcast is Kuwait is changing and evolving every single day from the four, the past four years that I wasn't here and then coming back and seeing all of that. It's amazing. It's a change that I, I love to see and experience. It's just there are issues that are holding us back. And that's what I want the podcast to do, to kind of unravel and unknot those issues. And so we can hold hands and pretty much like face the issues together as a community, as a culture. And because we're a small country, but we have so much creativity and so much ideas and so much great things that we want to see that's happening. It's just we need to literally unpack those issues that are holding us back and just move forward because the generations are changing, the culture is changing, everything about Kuwait is changing, and and people are afraid of change, just that the way it is. But um, we want to kind of open people's eyes to see that sometimes change is not a bad thing. Change is an amazing thing. It'll take us to places internationally. That's That's my intention. Awesome. And I'm very excited about what's happening here. Perfect. Thank you, wonderful people. Stay tuned, everyone. Thanks for listening to our first show. And please interact with us and engage with us. Send us your questions. You can find us on Instagram at counter.culture. Counter with a K. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you. And we post questions on our Instagram. And we would love for you to interact with us. We can't wait to hear from you. See you